our inner child at that moment in that event has not been heard it has not been listened to it couldn't really express what was really going on it's very therapeutic for clients to connect back with this inner child that they have you know not been aware of it's not something that they do on purpose it's protective mechanism that the child developed to keep pain somewhere contained so that she or he can move on and can continue living in some way or the other as safe as possible. And then you connect the adult with the inner child. You facilitate a conversation and it's often really, really moving and very therapeutic. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Shift with Shubra. I'm your host, Shubra Benetti. And on today's episode, we'll be talking to Miss Antoinette Bielmeier. And Antoinette is the founder of her own unique modality called Inner Dynamics. So Antoinette is a certified past life regression therapist. She also is trained in nutripuncture, which is an energy-based medicine, but she's going to talk a little bit more about that. And by combining these two modalities of nutripuncture and past life regression therapy, as well as other therapy forms that she's trained in, she basically helps her clients to release these deeply buried feelings or memories that help to heal their past or current issues in order to reconnect with their true self and also to let go of things that are no longer serving them. The process is very individualized. It's very relaxing. And by combining these different therapies that she and modalities over the years that she's learned, she's helped patients from teenagers onwards to let go of or move on from or, you know, recover from a number of things, whether they're physical issues to emotional traumas, to just basic wanting to understand how to feel more confident and having less self-doubt. So in a time like this, you know, where you might be caught up with overwhelm of emotions such as anger, sadness, fear, feeling really stuck, repeating the same pattern over and over, especially in times like this with COVID, it could be really hard for us to understand how our pattern of thinking has come to this point today. And we sort of start questioning maybe like, where did this all start? And we may not have a conscious memory of it. And something like inner dynamics can help bring to light where this has come from. So I'm really excited for you to meet Antoinette today. Please like and subscribe to our channel, like the episodes, share this episode with people that you think might benefit from the content. And if you have suggestions on other episodes going forward, please write in to us. But other than that, I hope you enjoyed today's content and thank you so much for tuning in. Hi, Antoinette. Thank you so much for being on Shift with Shubra today. And I wanted to just start the first sort of topic on like, what is it that you do? <laughs> How did you come to do it? And I'm guessing you're going to talk about like inner dynamics and what is it really composed of, but really like, what is it that you do for your clients and how did you get here? Well, thank you, Shubra, for having me in your show. And well, so how did I get to all of this? I think there was always a desire to help people live a better life, not so struggle, not so much with what's in their life. And I... Myself had quite a lot of support from different people in my life 
where I realized that a lot of what we're going through or what we're experiencing is related to our upbringing, is related to the pregnancy that we had and or our mother had. And there's so much that we can do to understand ourselves better, the dynamics better. And this is how inner dynamics then started to unfold. Yeah. So inner dynamics is a holistic approach to help people live a more authentic, a healthier and of course fulfilled life. So I focus on the larger context of a person when they come, which means that of course I look at the basics, which basic aspects, which is family, which is relationships, which is work, support systems, but and of course self-care. But there is a really more subtle aspect to it as well, which is the aspect of the soul. And mm. therefore, what are the life lessons that we're here to learn? And what are the karmic connections? And how do they impact the life that we live? And so therefore, inner dynamics is really a combination of different therapies, different modalities to help the client have more, a deeper understanding of who they are, of their, I would say, shadow selves as well, because they play out in life, right? Better understanding of what motivates them, what needs they have. And often these needs are not met. And mm. that's how we create also stress in our life. Mm. And also to have a higher level of physical and mental well-being so they can be more content with themselves and others and of course life yeah but what's also there is then to help them get a sense that there is a a much larger meaning in life and that they have actually qualities and skills and a mission in life to help others or to help the world in whatever way they're capable of yeah and sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be actively involved sometimes it can just be the way they are with others that makes a tremendous difference yeah yeah okay so then you mentioned there were quite a few modalities that works in the dynamics and what are those modalities and can you explain each one what they are supposed to do yeah so over the years i mean i'm doing this now for pretty much almost 20 years I've explored so wow. many different modalities, yeah, but the ones that are really dear to me are, of course, regression therapy, which includes current life regression and past life regression, as well as spiritual regression. And then what can be beautifully combined with this is nutripuncture, is energy medicine, what we call information field medicine. So these are the main aspects that I work with. Of course, there are other modalities as well, like for example, Jin Shin Jitsu, which is Japanese healing modality. And that's particularly great for people who are very much in their head and need to connect more with their body first, right? And then yeah, I've done coaching as well. So coaching elements will be part of what I do. So it's a great mix. So for example, in regression therapy, we look at finding the root causes of a challenge that the client faces right. and that can be related to childhood events can also be related to other lifetimes mm. yeah. and someone who's new to this yes doesn't have to believe into past lives per se simply need to be open that there could be other 
times in a soul's development and evolution that are actually playing still into this lifetime. Okay, so give me an example, because as you said, maybe there might not be some people that might prescribe to this notion. Tell me about your journey of how you came into past life regression therapy, because I mean, you're, you're, you're German. Yes, you're Austrian German. Is that right? Or you're German German? Uh, no, I'm German German. You're German German. <laughs> Some people like Swiss yeah. German, Austrian German, and German. So, I, so yeah, okay. So you're just German, German German, just German German. Okay, just yeah. German. German. So you're German German, and I would presume you came from a a faith that was, you know, Christian, Catholic, sort of that realm, or exposure to that sort of ideologies, and past lives are not necessarily heavily discussed in those regions and ideologies in the world. So how is that for you to come across this? And what's that story? Yeah, you know, I mean, on paper, I'm Roman Catholic, yes. But I've never been really, I've, I couldn't never really relate to it so much. And luckily, my parents never insisted. <laughs> yeah. So there was no, not a very Catholic framework that I grew up in. And I've been always curious about other realms, other ways of being. And then when I came to Singapore, I well, I had a spiritual teacher. And at the same time, whilst I was studying the Bhagavad Gita with him, I came across a book from Michael ah, yes. Newton, yes. The Journey of Souls. Mm. And that book really changed everything because it was it resonated so much with me that there are times in between lives where we plan for the next life. It couldn't just be all coincidence and out of the blue, right? I mean, could just not be haphazardly, so to mm. speak. What fascinated me too was that despite the planning, there's always a free will. Yeah. And when we take this further, then of course, sometimes the planning doesn't turn out as it was supposed to be right and this is the soul growth and yeah. when i read this book i read that in i think one and a half days and it's reasonable yeah thick. it's pretty thick yeah 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 i yeah. thought i need to do this this is what i want to do and then i connected with the regression academy in the uk with andy tomlinson and did my training there so first I had to do my hypnosis training in Singapore and then I went to the UK for several times to do the training and I was blown away. I was so fascinated about this all and this is how it all started, developed into, yeah, my work, the basics of or the, the understanding that I have by now about who we are. Of course, there's still so much to discover, yeah. And then we did training in Singapore for a few times. And this is how it all unfolded. So tell me how does, I think for people trying to understand maybe like, how does events in our past life correlate to what we are going in our present life? Maybe giving them an example of how a regression, because obviously you said inner dynamics is working with energy medicine with nutripuncture and also past life regression or current life regression therapy. And mm -hmm. maybe giving them an example of why doing this, how does it correlate to their current situation or issue that they're coming to present? Okay, so for example, you can take a phobia. 
yeah, as simplest and the, actually the easiest challenge that can be solved. So you have a phobia of, or you have a fear of heights. Let's take that, right? And of course, this plays out in this lifetime that you can't bend over and look out of the window if you're on a high building or you can't cross bridges or even if you're in an elevator, you might get stressed and have heart palpitations and things like that. And so, but there is no obvious reason in this yeah. lifetime why you have this fear of heights, right? Yeah. You've never, you've no never dangled. memory, yeah. Right? Mm. You've never been pushed and then held back or something like that. So there's no particular reason or no, yeah, no reason whatsoever to help you understand why this is there. So chances are that somewhere in the past, in another lifetime, you may have fallen over a cliff, for example, or you may have been a pilot and you, well, crash your plane or things like that, yeah? So there is a very high likelihood that somewhere in another lifetime, you had an experience of a trauma related to height that you could not resolve and that ended, ended with your death, for example. And at one point, your soul decides to bring this back into this current life or into the lifetime that you're living to resolve because it's still something that is unresolved. Mm. And that's when this feeling comes up again so that you can do something about it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, I've obviously done sessions with you. I have also done previous sessions. So I remember in one of my sessions previously, I, from childhood, I've never been a fan of mountains, like climbing steep slopes. I have this weird feeling of just rolling down it and I could never understood so every time you know like people would want to go hiking I'd be like why like let's stay on flat land <laughs> it's just safe here why do you want to go up there why do you want to try to go up and then when I did a past life regression I in that life what I had seen was that I had basically fallen down a mountain at one point, rolled and basically got crushed by the rocks mm. and, and basically died mm -hmm. that way. So, and I even had the very strong, heavy feeling towards, so the sensation was very strong at, as well towards that end of feeling crushed as, uh, as well. So, and I think that's one thing maybe to highlight to people is that in the past life regression therapy, is it so realistic that you almost relive the trauma. I mean, I know for me that there was a sensation of it, but I could also disassociate from it. But is there, is it safe? Maybe is what I'm trying to ask. So it's definitely safe. Every client of mine survived. <laughs> um, no, but I understand what you mean. And it's, it really depends on the client. And I learned this in the best way when I was in training in regression therapy and past life regression, we had one, I worked with one of my fellow students who was tortured. So medieval times and he got tortured. I was sitting there and I was guiding him through this pro the events and I was thinking, how can someone be so calm narrating what's happening and what's been done to him? Right? Mm. And then I worked, I worked with clients where things get much more intense 
physically and much more emotional. Even in my own past life regression sessions, I have a variety of experiences. I have some that are very involved and very emotional. And then I have some where it's more like I observe it. I understand what's the pattern, how this relates to this current life, and then I can move on. So I think it depends a on the client and it depends on the past life too. So there is a mix, but for me, actually, I do encourage clients to really go through these feelings, the emotions and let go of those frozen energies that they may hold in their body because it's essential that this energy gets unstuck and released so that it can flow freely again and gets um, yeah, released from the body. Mm. And then tell me, how does nutripuncture work into this? Could you just give a, a brief overview of what is nutripuncture and, and why does it work into your therapy module model? Yeah, so nutripuncture is based on the understanding that events in our life have an imprint or can leave an imprint on a cellular level and also on what we call the meridians, these energy lines that flow through the body or, yeah. And so what happens is that, for example, if I work with someone who had in inner dynamics, if I work with someone who had miscarriage, yeah, it could very well be that despite us working through the trauma, working through the, the emotional pain, or also connecting with the baby, that are still some memories left on a more cellular level. So with nutripuncture, what you then do is you take a specific sequence that relates to uh, a miscarriage and you're rebalancing the information on the meridians that are affected. So nutripuncture's work is based on a combination of micro minerals, could be copper, zinc in different amounts, and they speak the language of the body particularly of certain organs and mm. systems, yeah? And when the client then takes these little pills that contain these micro minerals, what happens is that instantly, actually, the meridian that's related to that one nutri gets rebalanced, and therefore the proper information about the physical and emotional experience of a miscarriage gets rebalanced yeah so mm. that it's not anymore like a virus program or something like that on a computer but it's simply just the information that was a miscarriage but there's no charge to it anymore yeah and right. therefore it's a really great combination to work with these two because then you can also touch deeper levels and start helping the client to heal on a deeper level Right. Okay. And so in terms of like, what is your definition of trauma? Like in, I mean, I'm guessing most of your clients, would it be fair to say quite a few of your clients come to you because of traumas that they have probably gone through or are going through and they want mm. to release it. They want, they want to feel better. Right. I think is like the short form of it. So what is your definition of trauma and is physical and psychological trauma addressed differently? So for me, trauma is any type of physical, emotional or mental wounding that has not had a ton of time to heal. And of course, 
there are different types of trauma and some of your listeners or most of your listeners will know the the most fundamental ones war earthquakes natural disasters natural disasters but also rape yeah, yeah sexual crime. abuse mm -hmm. but then of course there are also these adverse childhood experiences that we encounter or some of us encounter and then as i mentioned before there can also be trauma related to pregnancy and birth yeah and then of course the trauma of attachments or non-attachments in a family so the child can't really connect well with one of the parents because they're emotionally unavailable or really abusive things like that yeah so these are those and then of course you have the adverse events that we can encounter even as adults like divorce loss of job relationship breakups doesn't have to be a divorce or a loss of a loved one yeah things like that can all create trauma and I think it's important to understand that trauma is not only to be understood that it causes an emotional and mental imbalance, but it can also create, not only it can, but most of the often it does create physiological changes. And therefore, right. that for example, if someone has a chronic illness, of course, it's important to look at the environment they're in their diet, their sleep, whether they drink enough water, things like that. Yeah. And of course, the physical imbalances that are part of that chronic illness. But if that's not really helping, I think it's important to really look at, okay, so where could there have been an emotional or a mental trauma in the past that creates the environment and the body for that disease or that illness. Mm. In your opinion, then a lot, of, well, many people when they're carrying things like disease is possibly root cause sitting from an event that hasn't been properly or thoroughly processed to not just let go, because let go feels sounds like maybe of like, oh, I'm forgetting it, but not forgetting it, but like neutralizing it, that you the record is there, but you're no longer emotionally charged by exactly. the event. Yeah, you have learned the lesson. Yes, you have learned the lesson, you have peace with it. And not only with that event, but also with the people who have been involved. Yeah, I can see that very often, very often when I work with clients that they're actually amazed how far back they can a go to remember and then how far back sometimes these events go that are the root cause for what they're experiencing right now the thing is or the 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 challenge is i think as an adult we have a, a much better understanding for example why our parents are the way they are we can understand that better because maybe we are parents ourselves by that by now right and so we have a, a much more balanced view on why things were the way they are or they were in childhood. But for the inner child, for the little you, it's not been done. I mean, it's not done. Yeah, they, they're still stuck 
in that pain and that hurt and that confusion of what, why did that happen to them. So they're still holding on to a certain belief system, a certain way of being that of course then gets triggered again when we're older. And so sometimes it's like I'm 40, I'm 45 or 50, and I'm still reacting in certain situations like a four-year-old. What's what's wrong with me, right? Mm. But this is exactly the reason why, because our inner child at that moment in that event has not been heard. It has not been listened to. It couldn't really express what was really going on. It's very therapeutic for clients to connect back with this inner child that they have, you know, not been aware of. It's not something that they do on purpose. It's a protective mechanism that the child developed to keep pain somewhere contained so that she or he can move on and can continue living in some way or the other as safe as possible. And then you connect the adult with the inner child, facilitate a conversation, and it's often really, really moving and very therapeutic. Mm. Can you perhaps share some stories, obviously no need to give the clients names, but maybe some stories of success stories using inner dynamics with them? I'm very, very grateful for that. But I think what always I love working with any client, but I think the most uplifting I find for me personally is it to work with older teenagers and young adults because they are still very open to different way of being. They're not as, uh, even though they are already uh, formed by certain expectations from their families and society and their peers, they're still a sense of connecting to something deeper in themselves that's easier to reach yeah and i love it when they when suddenly when you work with someone so for example there's one young man who had self-doubts felt a little bit stifled by the expectations that he had about himself but he also felt from others and it was beautiful to see how after just two sessions he had much more self-confidence and felt so much more at ease and peace with who he really was Mm. so then cleared some energy imprints that were related to some family members that he had carried but it was amazing to see how he had a better understanding and more a deeper inner knowing who he is and that it's not so important what other people think of him and that just made me really float yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and then one of the other cases I was really grateful to be part of was a mother who was suicidal and we worked with nutripuncture and we worked with inner dynamics to help her get out of that space and be more fulfilled and actually really do what she was here for. And that was also really, really nice. Mm, Wonderful. So heartwarming to know that even for those who are on the brink of like 
thinking of ending it, yeah? Or to that point, have an option to come back away from that. So that's such a, that's so, so good to know. And in terms of like treatment time then, right? Because for example, if it was typically in the Western setting, if you are having a case of depression or things like that, therapy could be, it may not be a one-off therapy thing. It could be a few months down the line. Sometimes it could be for years. So what is the typical, do you think, I, I'm sure for different conditions, it could be very different, but like on average with your clients, how many times do you need to see them before a, situ an ish a particular issue is resolved? So as you said, it really depends on the client. It depends on their situation, how much support they have also from in their family. It depends on the issue. So with a phobia, that can be one or two sessions. One, most of the time, two sometimes. If you work on a relationship challenge, that can be a few sessions, two, three, four. But what I find is that because I use different elements the different tools yeah and different elements it's easier to help a client over a hurdle which they encounter in a session and then it starts clicking again and they have different new perspectives and new insights right so yeah with a, someone who is in a severe depression i would say this couldn't take a few months yeah um but usually there is an improvement after sometimes one, but two to three sessions, definitely. Mm. Yeah. And then how, what would be the youngest you work with for this kind of therapy? So the youngest was 11, though I have to say, I'm not too sure how much that, how, how helpful that was. And at that point of time, I was also still pretty new in all of this, but the, the youngest one that I know I was successful with was 14. Mm. Okay, so this works really well for like those teenagers or, or older teens yeah. and things like yeah, that as yeah. well onwards. And because obviously, the more we grow in life and the more we take in, the more issues we might have. And we may not know, understand where those patterning and those belief systems come from. And inner dynamics is, sounds like a therapy process that would help people gain insight into understanding where these belief systems and these processes or patternings come from to then be able to release it and finally see it with like a fresh perspective or, you know, a fresh, clear pair of eyes in that sense. It's a nice summary, Shubra. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just, just try to put it all together. Okay. So then maybe to like, just to kind of end off, like what is the shift that you want to create with this work that you're doing, Antoinette? Oh, yeah, there are so many, you know, but the first one is really that I'd like to create an awareness in people that there is a really important connection between childhood trauma and the way we live our relationship, the way we see ourselves, and that there is something that can be done about it. So it doesn't have to be there and have, doesn't have to be like that for the rest of their life. Right. Then another one that's really dear to me that is that we are really more than what we think we are. So we are souls on a life's journey and through the challenges that we have in life, we actually grow. And so if you think about it, I mean, I like to use that example. If you prepare for a test or an exam, you get all the answers beforehand already. 
you're not putting any effort in anymore. Yeah, you're not digging yourself into the material, you're not looking at other aspects of it, you're not exploring the matter in depth. Yeah, because it's already you know already what's happening, there's no motivation to do something. And that's exactly as it is in life. So these challenges are really there to help us pause and reflect on what's going on within us. And it's becoming more and more important for us to also understand that others in our life are not there to make our life difficult. Mm. They're actually for us to reflect back on ourselves and they're a mirror for us. Yeah. And so there's always an invitation to grow in a relationship as well. It might not end well, yeah, but at least we have the opportunity to learn more about ourselves. But do you think we can heal from all the traumas that we know of? A really great question. <laughs> I feel that there's a lot that we can do to find out what the patterns are and to work on those. But lately, exploring a concept that's more about accepting what is. And I'm not saying that we're supposed to not do anything about anything and just give up, you know, mm. give up. But there might be things in our life that we can't do anything about it. We need to find a way to accept those fully, completely, as much as we can. And with this acceptance comes also then more ease and more flow to move on. There's also, and that still relates to karma, you might not be able in one lifetime to really resolve the whole karmic bundle that's there around one issue yeah and so you chip away from it and then you come back next lifetime to continue working on it yeah so this is my take on this mm. at this moment mm. i'll let you know when that changes <laughs> <laughs> so and then yeah just to come back because that's mm. also really dear to me is i'd like to be able with my work to help people get a better sense that they have so much to offer. And I mentioned that at the beginning too, right? But I would like to close with this as well, that we have so much to offer every one of us. And there's a reason why we came into this lifetime. And it's important that we explore what that is and then share it really with others. And as I said before, doesn't have to be a world-changing way of being or something that we invent. It can simply be just being there for others with our love, with the way we are, and be there for them. Wonderful. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Antoinette, for, for coming on today and sharing. I think that was that was really beautiful. And if anyone wants to get in touch with Antoinette, we'll be putting her details down in the show notes below. So please definitely get in touch with her if you have anything that you need to overcome, any anything any, that you want to let go of, or you want to try and find out why is this constantly happening. Please, please, I totally recommend please going to see Antoinette and speaking to her. Thank you so much again, Antoinette. Thank you so much, Raya, and all the best. You take yes. care. Yes, Bye. you too. Thank you. Bye.